0: What is up and welcome back to Bachelor Pad Podcast where two guys who had never really watched The Bachelor before review episodes right after they air. My name's Tyler. I'm here with one of my best friends in the world, Scott.
1: Hey, what is up everybody? Uh that song now reminds me of The Bachelor. Like when the, when I hear it, I immediately go to Bachelor mode. Yeah. Like I don't more than any song for, does The Bachelor have a theme song? Yeah. I couldn't recognize
0: that if you played it for me right now. That song makes me think of The Bachelor. No, me too. I mean, every time every time we play it for the intro, so like a little behind the curtain, we play that song in our headphones going into recording this. Uh, and, and it just jazzes us up.
1: It gets us ready. Time to talk Bachelor or Bachelorette, you know?
0: And what's a Bachelorette we had this year?
1: It was a really... Different season than our first season.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Taisha has been fantastic. And, uh, I mean, she lived up to her reputation in the finale.
1: Totally. I really enjoyed Tasha as the Bachelorette. I think um, Claire. Helped bring some interesting conversation early in the season. So I appreciated her appearance there. I'm glad we had Tasha for the majority of it. And especially as it got into the more serious times of the season.
0: Yeah. Imagine if we had Pete as like the first two or three episodes yeah. and then the rest of the season, someone a lot more like respectable. Yeah. It would have just been so much more.
1: It's crazy to think that Tasha and Peter are the same age
0: yeah absolutely
1: <laughs> just the level of difference of maturity there is yeah. crazy
0: so we uh it, it's gonna be no surprise to anyone um because of course we're releasing the day after the finale uh it's gonna be no surprise to anyone that that Tasha uh initially sent Ivan home yep and then uh brought Ben back mm-hmm And then uh, subsequently before like the actual finale sent Ben home, but sent Ben home with so much with Ben and Ivan with so much like personal time rather than like sending them home in a rose ceremony type thing. Mm -hmm. Sent them home with individual. uh, Let me talk you through what's going on. Totally.
1: She has so much class and just maturity about her really caring for the guy's hearts through it. Not just like a you didn't get a rose, see you later. Adios. Yeah. What she, what everything we had didn't mean anything to me, like type feeling, like had the time to sit down, talk through it. Uh, So, yeah, I really appreciated that about her. You can also just really see her heart for the guys. Like all of these, she was connected with all of them.
0: Yeah. And it begs the question we've talked about it a lot. I think off air, Mm -hmm. um, can you fall, but I want to hear you say publicly your opinion, then I'll say mine. Can you fall in love with multiple people at once?
1: Yeah. I think we kind of agree on this. Um, I think you can be falling in love with multiple people, but you can't love multiple people and the difference between falling in love and love.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So falling in love, like you can have very romantic feelings toward multiple people at once. You can even have deep, deep emotional relational connection with multiple people at once. But when you talk about, uh, dating and especially engagement and marriage part of, and, and that's what they do in this is that, you know, it just takes a little bit longer than it does in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, is part of loving one person or part of loving multiple people is saying, I love you, so I'm going to let you go because I love you. Yeah, I
1: don't want to have you have to be with someone who's going to split your time. Like It's the most loving thing you can do to pick one person and give all of your attention to that person and let the other people go about their lives, heal, and move on to someone who can do that for them.
0: Which brings me to an exciting announcement. We're going to be uh, doing another spin-off podcast to this, where we're going to be reviewing the uh, television show sister wives <laughs> <laughs> where we talk about the love. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's, we're not <laughs> and it's
1: called roommate brothers. That's the name of the podcast. <laughs>
0: roommate brothers <laughs> sister wives reviewed by the roommate brothers. <laughs> I think
1: we need to have a pitch meeting. We sit down, <laughs> work with uh, the interns a little bit, and <laughs> see see if, what the, what kind of ideas they have. <laughs>
0: Bork. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, but no, Taysha Taysha really delivered on that. Uh, of course, we were rooting for Ben this whole time.
1: We were, we were, we were big, big uh, Ben stands and. Uh, he got sent home again this week. So I think we're going to actually just going to go ahead and go into a, another two hours of silence as we did last episode. Um, and, uh, we'll, we'll meet you guys back after a couple hours of silence, just in remembrance of our, our dear beloved Ben starting now.
0: Man, I really felt that one that time.
1: That was, that was rough. Um, and just really like sat and contemplated that for a while. You're going to, you're going to edit that out though. Right? Yeah.
0: I'll edit the two hours down. So it's, just, it'll feel more seamless. It'll, it'll feel okay, like cool. a, like a few seconds. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we, we tried really hard geckos. We tried we to get rooting. Ben on the show to talk about this, but with his like, like, we tried before we knew he was going to the very end.
1: <laughs> yes. We tried when we thought he was a no, like we, he had no shot with Claire, right? We tried he was with nobody with yeah. Claire. Yeah. And that's when we were like, we tried reaching out to him to see if he would get on the show. And now it makes sense why he never responded. <laughs> <laughs> he was a semi-finalist. So,
0: so, you know, we get it, Ben. It, it, I hope you listen. And we'd still love to have you on the show. Yeah. So, you know, reach out to us. Hello at batchpadpodcast.com. or DM us on Twitter. And uh, yeah, we'd love to, we'd love to chat about manhood and what masculinity looks like yeah. in a bachelor, bachelorette world. And yeah, yeah this is
1: uh, crazy too. Like, I feel like the final four of this season were just phenomenal guys. Oh yeah. And I'm trying to think back to uh, Peter's season, the final four. Sure. There was, I think one girl who I think was Madison was yeah. really good. Like, I was like, that is a solid woman. And the other three, all of them, I was like, oh no.
0: Yeah, we had uh one of the the Victorias.
1: Yeah, Victoria F, F I think
0: it was. There are too many Victoria's. Victoria F was
1: there was three Victorias, right? Because there was Victoria F, which was Um, the one who got hometowns, Victoria P, who got eliminated. She was the the taller. uh, Oh, that's right, the blonde. And then it wasn't oh no, it was Ashley P. I was thinking of that was the cow.
0: That was the cow.
1: (laughs) I was thinking there was three Victorias and one of them was the cow, but no, it was it was uh, a couple Ashleys and one of them was a cow.
0: Yeah, Pilot Pete's his his final four is Madison, Hannah Ann, of course. Hannah Ann, yeah,
1: who originally got the proposal and then stopped it, and then it went back to Madison, and then that stopped. And now I think he's still with uh what's her name? The the lawyer.
0: Yes, with uh I knew it until you said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so sorry, I Some Someone with a K Kelly. Huh? It is Kelly. Is Kelly. See, I'm not yeah. good with names. Yeah. Uh and then Victoria, of course, that we talked about, it was a Victoria F. And mm-hmm. then Kelsey. Kelsey, yeah. We had forgotten. Champagne Gate. Yeah, Champagne Gate Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, comparing to those, like all of us were like, you know, I mean, we thought for sure that he was going Hannah, Mm -hmm. like it was clear that he was going Hannah, but we were all like, Madison is the obvious choice.
1: Totally. And I think part of it for him was he wanted what he couldn't have. And that's why he got drawn to Madison. And I think Madison after going out with him and then really like, Getting back into normal life after the show, realized like, okay, this is not my guy. Like, this is not the guy I want to end up with, and so broke it off with him.
0: Yeah, and uh, but com- contrasting that, comparing, contrasting to Tasha's final four, yep. uh, because obviously we didn't have a final four with Claire. We had a final twenty four. Uh, just a final one. <laughs> she, just, was, she went from no twenty four to had one. Any time. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. But, uh, but Tasha's final four, every single one of them were incredible men.
1: Totally. And I, I give them props. I think um, going from uh, Ben getting eliminated first, he was um, just super real, open, and honest, and raw this season, talking about like what manhood is to him, being gentle and kind and caring for the people who can't care for themselves and um just talking about the issues he's had and the struggles he's had through his life like he was such a picture of a mature man who knows who he is yeah like i was just super um i I liked him a lot this season as you guys all know like tyler and i both were big ben fans this season and then uh going to brendan too who just had the self-realization like i'm not ready for this like and i don't want to put you through me staying on because i could I think he could tell, and I think we as the watchers could tell that she really felt some some big things for Brendan.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and she said to camera that uh, Brendan, most days that she woke up, it was Brendan that she was thinking about.
1: She thought she was going to end with Brendan. Yeah.
0: And and I get that. I mean, they have such similar background. Um in terms of like the struggles that they've both overcome together, mm-hmm. uh, and I absolutely give props to Brendan for bowing out and saying, you know what, I have not healed yet, and I had hoped that I had, but you deserve someone who is whole, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just not that guy, and I think he left, you know, very honorably, mm-hmm. very nobly. Uh, because I think he felt very serious feelings for Tasha, totally. And I think in the real world, given enough time, you know, like if they were dating for several months or even a couple of years, I think that he would have been able to get there. Mm-hmm. But in a few short weeks, he just wasn't able to able to to really say goodbye healthily to the last chapter of his life. Totally. And without just you know, uh, dismissing it, you yeah. know, he, he obviously still had some things he wasn't healed from. Yeah. And so good on him for, yeah. because I really believe that what he did, we talked about this a minute ago, that love is sometimes saying no and goodbye. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I are, uh, we, I think we've talked about it on this show, but Scott and I both work for a church mm-hmm. and, uh, our senior pastors has said several times, which I've always really appreciated and love loved is that uh, the love is defined by boundaries. Mm-hmm. And cause we often think about love as having no boundaries, but love inherently has boundaries. Love says, I love you. So I'm putting boundaries up to other things, other people that could come in the way of that. Mm-hmm. I love you. Therefore I'm putting boundaries in between you and I that are best for your health and best for my health. Like love is, Love means boundaries.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it specifically boundaries around your own feelings and actions and all those things because you're saying, okay, what this person needs, wants, feels is more important than what I need, want, and feel.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that that's what Brendan was doing in mm-hmm. this moment is he was saying, I have to put a boundary between you and I and, and <laughs> the biggest boundary of saying goodbye mm-hmm. because I love you and because I care about you, and this is going to hurt you down the road if I don't leave now.
1: Totally. So yeah, I I think Brendan just handled himself super, super great through through his ending there. And then Ben coming back, um, and Ivan being let go.
0: Yeah, this one was surprising for me.
1: It was for me too. I didn't, I thought it was going to go the same way it did when Bennett came back, where sure. he was invited to the rose ceremony and then didn't get a rose. Uh, I wasn't expecting Ivan to go home. Uh, but then we got an insight into like that they had a, I think it must have happened during their uh, fantasy suites night.
0: Right. Where they stayed up all night talking, talking in yeah. fantasy suites. And Tasha lets him go saying, you know, religion's something so important to me. Mm hmm. And he says, that's never come up in any of my conversations with women before relationships before, but I understand.
1: Yeah. And so we don't really know if it's like she's religious, he's not, or she's religious and he has a different religious affiliation. Right. We didn't really get any indication of that, but he left so respectfully. Oh yeah. Uh, understanding where she was at. Um, and I think in the same way, like, okay, this is, she needs this certain thing and I'm not that. So I need to bow out to right. be willing to accept this.
0: Yeah. I, I think he was, I think he handled it very, very well. Um, And you know, for what it's worth, Ivan, from everything we've seen about you, I, if you hear this, I deeply hope that you work through this and process through this with other people, because it seems like you're the type to not. Mm. And, and same with Ben, uh, make sure to process this with people because, uh it's heartbreaking and and i know that ivan really re i th- I, I believe that he loved her i believe yeah. that he
1: I, I mean i i think all four of them said it about her and i believe it from all four of them right and i think we can see it because of how the three that lost bowed out
0: and, yeah and how, how they reacted
1: because ben ultimately did the same thing like you could tell he was way more caught off guard yeah uh, i mean brendan kind of did it himself Ivan, I think knew as soon as she asked to go talk. And so like he had a little bit of mental time to prepare for the conversation. Right. right. Ben, I think like we had seen right before their conversation, he had a talking head interview where he said like, I'm going to propose and she's going to say yes.
0: Yeah. He was, he was very, uh, sure of their relationship Mm -hmm. and, uh, and sure of how he felt and then when she came in, it was a little, it's a little bit different because all of the, uh, because Tasha's done it so many times, much to her credit, where rather than saying no in a rose ceremony, goodbye in a rose ceremony has like come in and said, can we have a talk? Totally. And that's always meant like something negative. Um, yeah.
1: And they were supposed to go on a date that day. So he might've just right. been thinking like, oh, she's just here for the date. Like we're just going to chat for a second before we go out.
0: Right. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I, I mean, you just see it on his face. I know that, that, uh, we've given Ben a hard time at a few points and Tasha's obviously struggled with his expression of emotion, mm-hmm. but you just saw his face fall.
1: All of the muscles in his face
0: just dropped, dropped. as soon as she said, my heart's with another guy. Mm hmm. And, uh, yeah,
1: you know, at that point, his heart was just in his stomach. Like that, that gut
0: feeling of like, Oh no, these last two episodes, I gotta be honest, uh, especially surrounding Ben. I've never cringed more at television. (laughs) Like the, the episode on Monday, I was literally in a ball on the couch. Like I just couldn't handle the, the awkwardness and the tension and the vulnerability and it, it was just a lot it was a lot to be on national television mm-hmm. and uh, but yeah so of course inevitably uh, Zach arrives at uh, the the final I, I I guess I'll call it an altar like I don't know what I don't know if there's a bachelor it's a deck name for <laughs> the deck that they always set up where it's like, here's the final yep. rose ceremony. And they always go up one by one. And so, Zach, to our knowledge at least, has no clue that she's already sent Ben home. Mm-hmm. And these men come up uh, typically in an order, or women you know, on The Bachelor come up in an order unbeknownst to them. So they don't know if anyone's, if the person has gone before them, if they're the first to go up. Like, they don't know how that works. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so he goes up, and uh, he just lays it all out on the line. Zach does. does. Um, He, I mean, honestly, throughout the whole thing, I was thinking, why bother having a wedding? You guys just did vows,
1: Oh yeah, they were. I mean, he said some very committed things to her. Oh yeah, in, in that proposal for sure.
0: And I can't imagine anyone writing their vows better than that. Oh yeah. like,
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know how their vows are. I think he's just gonna have to go back watch <laughs> the episode and be like, "All right, what did I say? Okay, yeah, that's good. That's good. Write that down."
0: No, they're just gonna have to do the like the the traditional. Uh, oh. vows
1: because or they go really new new age and they just play this episode oh like as their vows. media yeah like, yeah, yeah. Digital like they're media. standing there and they watch it with everyone and then yeah they say ditto <laughs> ditto. <laughs> ditto to myself same <laughs> i mean how romantic is that
0: <laughs> but yeah i mean i really felt like honestly and i mean obviously uh one of the only things that you and i have to compare this to is peter's season Mm -hmm. i mean i had watched
1: uh although i now understand why everyone was saying Peter's season was so bad right and now having seen this i'm like oh (laughs) this
0: is how it's supposed to be you mean you're supposed to respect the main person (laughs) (laughs) got it oh man Yeah, no, uh, I, I had watched Ari's season and that was a, a train wreck because he ended up like they, it was a really short, the, the, the final episode, it was really short on the proposal because most of the episode was him dumping that person Mm. and going after some, the second place or third place person after that. And then we've seen bachelor in paradise and we've seen a couple of proposals on bachelor in paradise. Yep. Uh, we saw, uh, Caitlin and,
1: uh, uh, I don't remember his name, but they weren't, they weren't in the final. They both got, they, they left. Remember? Oh,
0: they left. They left.
1: We saw Demi and her girlfriend. That's right. They proposed. And then we saw Dylan and, uh, what was her, what it was. I thought that was
0: it. It was Dylan and Caitlin. No, Mm -mm. No. you're talking
1: about Caitlin, Caitlin Miller keys. Oh, that is what I was talking about. uh, The guy with the van with, uh, yeah, with, uh, I don't remember his name. If, if Jeremy was here, he would fill us in. He he would, (laughs) he would, he
0: would slap us. First of all, Dean, Dean. That's what it is. Yep. Caitlin and Dean. That's right. And they Uh, left. That's right. But it was, yeah. Dylan and
1: some other lady.
0: Yeah. But I think it was a K I could be wrong. I don't remember. (laughs) I I really don't remember. But, uh, but yeah, we've seen a couple of those, but even those were, you know, short and, you know, cute, but not heavy. Mm -hmm. This was very heavy. Like I felt the weight. Oh, it was a Hannah. It was a Hannah. Hannah. It was a Hannah. That's right. I don't
1: remember the last name. Hannah G.
0: Hannah G. It
1: was like Godwin or something. Yeah.
0: Hannah Goodwin, I think. Yeah. Okay.
1: So it was Hannah and Dylan. Got it um sorry it was bugging me i had to try to. no you did great you
0: did great thank you for remembering sorry geckos those of you who've been a part of batch nation forever you know
1: that this is our thing like we don't know we don't know anything (laughs) (laughs) our whole thing is two guys that's never really done this before so don't be upset at us you you're listening
0: you chose this (laughs) oh man but uh man uh And not just on Zach's part, but Taysha, like she was super emotional, very, but in a very heartfelt, real way. Mm -hmm. Like I felt, I feel so confident in Zach and Taysha that they're going to make it.
1: Yeah, I think so. I I mean, both of them previously married. Um, so they kind of know like what they're vowing to at this point, um, and so I don't think they would go into this lightly either of them. They both seem very serious about this, very serious about each other, uh, both very vulnerable uh, with each other throughout this small amount of time. I, I definitely think they could work
0: out. I will say, though, that I'm devastated that we still have no clue what Tasha's dad was talking about. We, <laughs> like, it was the biggest tease of the season.
1: Totally. And I don't know. We talked about this a little bit uh, when we were watching. And Geckos, let us know what you think. But uh, I don't know if he was just generally saying about both guys in the situation of, like, don't get married. We don't think either of these guys are ready or you're ready for this. Or if he, like, specifically called one of the guys out by name and they just cut that out.
0: Yeah, they could have edited it to not give us a, a upper hand. hand. Yeah, because uh,
1: she seemed to be in agreement with him. Oh, yeah, 100%. Which makes me feel like maybe he talked negatively about Ben. And they just didn't want uh, to, like, give us that nod early on.
0: I will say, they obviously, um, this isn't, like, super widely known to everyone, but uh, when uh, Ben met her family, Tasha like, sort of knowingly, like, obviously was setting up a joke, asked, mm-hmm. where did you go to college? And he said, West Point. And they all said, ah. And the mom said, go Navy beat army Mm -hmm. and uh West Point and uh Annapolis the the Naval Academy Mm -hmm. have a long standing rivalry where each of them it's go Army beat Navy and go Navy beat Army that's like their school's unofficial motto slogan yeah and, uh, which is hilarious that these two schools are in such rivalry, yeah. but it is like anytime my, my younger brother went to West Point, graduated from West Point. And, uh, anytime I meet someone who went to Annapolis and it's been several times, like I, that's like, they, they bring up, they went to Annapolis. And the first thing that I say is go army beat Navy. And mm-hmm. it's like immediately bonding like and it's at like, the same time, immediately, like, I don't trust him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's immediately bonding, but immediately uh, rivalry, you know, a uh, little bit. Like, uh, it's just such a deep seated thing. So, I don't know if they have some, their family has some history some kind with of history Annapolis. Of, yeah. But it seems like it. Um, but, but all that to say, um, her dad, Tasha's dad, was super. It seemed like really impressed with Ben, mm-hmm. and in particular that aspect that there because there is a lot of respect when you know, like if you know someone who's been a part of these academies, mm-hmm. you know how difficult, difficult and rigorous and strict they are, mm-hmm. and the level of moral ethics that they do their best to imbue totally in in these cadets and so it's like oh you went to this school like man like that you obviously have a strong respect for morals for ethics for loyalty for bravery for uh you know all those things it seemed like the dad had a very strong connection with Ben Mm -hmm. because of that
1: yeah and I think too going into them meeting the family it seemed like they were setting up The dad to not like Zach, like he he started to say some more harsh things uh, in the lead up to Zach being with the family, and then it gets into the conversation with Zach and the family, and Zach's dad actually really comes around, and I think really likes Zach. Tasha's dad comes around, yeah. Yeah, Tasha's dad comes around and really likes Zach, and so it seemed, at least at that point, that the family was on kind of on board with both of them.
0: Oh yeah, I think so. I think like the rest of us, like we were, I think we were all as Americans. Like, yeah, it's like, a good choice. Whichever yeah, one you choose. It's great. We're yeah, happy for yeah, you. Good job. <laughs> but uh, I do think it's really cool that uh, both Tasha's family and Zach's family are so obviously thrilled with this choice oh yeah, for both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really cool in Zach's uh, conversation with Taisha. He got very emotional and he's gotten very emotional several times about his family. Mm-hmm. Um, but he got very emotional when he was talking with her in this final episode saying that uh, my family, that was the first time they've seen me smile like that in a long mm-hmm. time. And so they knew that moment that you were it. And I think that's really neat.
1: Totally, and I think it—that's why they pressed so hard in their in his hometown. Because I'm—I'm thinking back, and wasn't it like his brother, like, really asked some like pressing questions and like doubled down on some things with Tasha? And oh yeah, like, questioned her relationship with the other guys. And yeah, and I think it was out of self-defense because they could see like, okay, Zach is smitten by this girl.
0: He's he's all in. Yeah, and so we don't want to see him get hurt and potentially we don't want to see him go down a, a dark path. We've seen him go down Mm -hmm. by getting such a, an emotional blow. Totally. But, uh, she ends up with Zach and, uh, we wish them the best. Super excited for, for Taysha and Zach
1: looking forward to, uh, when we come back in the new year, maybe, uh, some updates about how they've been after the, the ceremony.
0: Yeah, because we didn't get that this uh Yeah, normally there's season. like an
1: after the final rose, uh, like catch up type thing. Yeah. At least there was uh, in Peter season. And then I saw a bunch of people tweeting about it. So I'm assuming that's a regular thing.
0: I think so. I think it's a normal thing. I think it's just because of COVID. They, they didn't feel like they could really do that. Um, or just because of it. I, I imagine that this was a tight production timeline. Mm-hmm. And so maybe they just didn't have time, you know, from a production standpoint to get to that. But yeah, I'm excited to see on, you know, social media, what, what these two cats are up to totally since this summer, because they've now had, I mean, we had, I think reality Steve posted it, but there was like some paparazzi photos that came out. A few weeks ago, of Taysha with a ring, so we knew that she was going to end up with someone. With someone, yeah. And we knew, and we know that she's still with Zach, whoever that is. Yeah. Man. Um. So, uh. But yeah, I'd love to love to kind of see what they're up to and and uh, how they're faring. Taysha had been talking about you know being interested in moving to New York, mm-hmm. uh, and so it's I a f- change from the OC, Taysha. Yeah, it is. It's a big change. Yeah, left coast, uh, best coast. But, you know, good luck out there. Uh, um, all of
1: our East Coast geckos know that
0: you're inferior. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be a huge change for her. But especially if she was already thinking that way. And obviously, Zach has important roots in, uh, in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only with his job and with the, uh, uh, with the treatment facility that he uh, is on the board for and, and probably works at. Um, but most importantly, with his sobriety, he has, I imagine, a sponsor in New York that, you know, he has a good relationship mm-hmm. with and, and AANA uh, group that he's in. And, and, you know, I know from uh, secondhand experience how important that is Uh, for people who are in recovery Mm -hmm. and and i imagine would be very difficult nigh impossible to not be there to to leave yeah uh so i imagine that she'll be making her way to new york uh bright bright lights big city and
1: honestly new york city is a lot of fun uh different from la but also a lot of similar vibes to la so i know she's from the oc not from la but i'm sure she spent plenty of time in la yeah um, so I, I I think she'll fit in in New York just fine.
0: I think she will too.
1: But yeah, Taysha and Zach, we wish you guys the best from uh, from Batch Pad to you guys. Good luck. We're we're counting and rooting for you guys. <laughs> we're counting on you. We're counting on them. Yeah, they got to come through. This is like our first like official proposal that's like seems like it could stick. <laughs> it could
0: stick.
1: <laughs> we're counting on them to be our first wedding <laughs> uh, that we've done a podcast. Yeah, that's on. true. That's yeah. true.
0: Uh, and uh, you know, when that day comes, I'm sure bachelor will air it. And if they don't, uh, we'll, we'll have a special, uh, we'll have a special episode, a bonus episode where we, we talk about their wedding.
1: Yeah. And we can do all the callbacks to this season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're looking forward to next season, uh, which starts very fast. Yeah. Just a couple of weeks. It's, uh, it's literally on the other side of the new year january 4th
1: so this break won't be nearly as long as the last break
0: <laughs> and i've got to be honest i'm super glad that with the bachelor we're getting back to monday nights oh is it back on monday it's back on Mondays. sweet
1: so we can start airing again that night
0: yeah we can start airing that night again which i i know it's a, a little bit of a commitment in terms of you know we have to stay up late to do it, it.
1: The, it'll be late nights for sure
0: but I think I have a lot more fun when we get to...
1: I have fun for sure in the late nights. It's also just a little bit more fun to do it right after dares. Oh, yeah. Uh, and people can listen to it the very next day as they have their thoughts too. Like, I think uh, a lot of our geckos enjoyed it more at yeah. that point. Yeah. Um, but this season's been fun. It's been a good uh, thing to be able to have some consistency just through the COVID times to still be able to do something like this.
0: So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't be more thrilled about it. But we're looking forward to Matt James.
1: Yeah. And... You watched that preview. It, it looks
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it looks like it's gonna go crazy. I feel like we're in for uh, Peter part two. We're in for Peter part two. That's what it seems like. I'm hoping he's more mature
0: than Peter and makes better decisions than Peter.
1: I don't know who he is or how he's connected with The Bachelor.
0: Well, that's the funny thing. So uh, Matt has never done anything with The Bachelor before. Okay. Is he on any other kind of TV or is he just like a social media guy? He is friends with uh, Tyler Cameron and Hannah Brown.
1: Okay. So Tyler's uh, Tyler 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 had a season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Tyler C. And uh, I believe he's currently or was going into COVID. He was uh, Tyler's roommate.
1: Oh okay
0: and so uh, it was sort of like a like a, oh hey like I think a lot of people were like oh Tyler be the bachelor mm-hmm. and he said my roommate should be the bachelor and it worked out
1: Oh, so like Tyler like told the producers like, Hey, this should be the guy.
0: Well, he told America and, oh. and maybe also told the producers, but, uh, but yeah. So we have, we have Matt James. We don't know a lot about them. Uh, he is, uh, bachelor's first black lead though.
1: Yeah. I know they've uh, been very vocal about trying to get more and more diverse. And so that it'll be cool to see too. We have Tasha, uh, this season. And it was so great. And so oh, yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to, to seeing Matt do what he does. And hopefully it's not what it seems at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But what we know a little bit about, uh, Matt is that he is 28 years old. Uh, he's a real estate, uh, like a commercial real estate broker. Okay. Uh, and I believe he's, uh, living in New York city, uh, so yeah, I, I, mean, we've seen like the previews and to me where they are, it looks like they're probably in the Hamptons of New York. Okay. Um, which would be fitting with Tasha They brought everyone to California because that's where she's from. Mm-hmm. And so for, as we're like quarantine bachelor part two, uh, we have Matt and, uh, so it seems like they probably went to his home state in New York mm-hmm. and, uh, are up in the Hamptons, but man, they're in like a, what l- appears to me to be a palace. Yeah.
1: The, the few previews we've seen, it's enormous. It, it's almost, it's a, maybe a nice hotel, but it, it, it looks kind of like the house from, uh, uh, what's that horror movie we just reviewed on our other podcast?
0: Oh, uh, the shining re- The shining. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like
1: this big, this big, like hotel type uh, thing. <laughs> that's like, is that a castle or is that a mansion? <laughs> is it a hotel? I don't
0: really know. It looks fantastic though, but yeah, so we have, uh, we have Matt coming up and 32 new women. Uh, we have Abigail 25 uh, from Beaverton, Oregon. Uh, Alana 26, a photographer from Toronto, Alicia, or Alicia 24, uh, a professional ballerina, which is interesting. Pretty impressive. I don't know many of those. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) a single one. And of course she's from New York, New York. Like that's where she works on uh, Broadway works on Broadway or, or potentially not on Broadway. She could be, uh, working in Rockefeller center. Uh, She could be, you know, a rockette. She could be, you know, part of uh, some of the ballets that go through there, like the Nutcracker. Totally. Um, Amber, thirty, uh, nursing student from Costa Mesa. Oh, rep in California, SoCal, yeah. Uh, Anna, uh, twenty-four, a copywriter from Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Where a lot of publishers are. There's yeah. a lot of publishers. Yeah, in it's Chicago. a good place to be a copywriter. I'm super interested to see if she works for a copyhouse. Like we don't know like much Purpose. about these people yet. But. Yeah. Uh, Bree, twenty-four, uh, communications manager from San Francisco. Okay. Carolyn, thirty, a journalist from L.A. Okay. Which, like, that's, I mean, I was super excited about Garen this season. Mm-hmm. He was a journalism professor. Mm. Uh, maybe they know each other. Maybe they know each other. But I'm, I'm really, I, I believe in journalism, and I'm excited that we're highlighting more people from that profession. Uh, Cassandra, 25, a social worker from Newport Beach. Okay. Uh, Chelsea, 28, this could be danger, a runway model from Brooklyn. Huh. So she's gonna be very uh attractive, very high society. Wasn't
1: Alaya from our last season like a model too?
0: She was, I believe. Um And we got a lot of uh a lot of drama great from drama from her. Yeah. Uh I I don't wanna like besmirch no an Jane entire CD, yeah, yeah <laughs> like an entire uh like profession, but it seems like runway models maybe have plenty of catwalks mm-hmm. along with cat fights.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just holding my fingers to see how many nurses are on this list because in Peter season there was like five <laughs> or dental hygienists. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So far, none. Uh, we have Corinne, 22, who I think is the youngest so far that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. A marketing manager from Pomfret, Pomfret, Connecticut. Pomfret. I don't know what that is. Sorry, Connecticut. You need to name your cities better. Yeah. Can you just
1: get bigger like California, please?
0: imani uh 25 a realtor from albuquerque cool uh iliana 25 a health food developer from new york new york what does that mean you know i imagine that it's like a someone who works for a health food company and they're doing research and development on like new foods new foods for like this health food got it company uh Jessiana 27 a social media marketer from San Antonio. Okay. Callie 26 hostess from Chicago.
1: Not from Kelly.
0: <laughs> Callie, not from Kelly. <laughs> Katie 29 a uh, bank marketing manager from Renton, Washington. Huh. Uh I'm going to butcher her name.
1: Okay, let's hear it. What's your best shot? Uh
0: Kayla but it's K H A Y L G H, Kaylee, maybe. I I don't know. I I'm, I'm certain I'm butchering it. Twenty eight, a healthcare advocate from uh, Durham, North Carolina. One of my favorite cities in America. Big fan of Durham. I love it. Well, that was our first
1: health healthcare worker. What was
0: what was her? Thing? She's a healthcare advocate, so okay. uh, she would work for insurance companies. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, not well, quite maybe a not hygienist. with insurance companies, but she not for but maybe with insurance companies where she would be working on the part of an advocate for someone who's sick to insurance companies. Okay, yeah. Uh, Kimberly 28, an airline recruiter from Seattle. So, my guess is she's recruiting stewardesses, yeah. Well, it's stewards, stewardess, steward, stewardess, flight, yeah. flight attendants, flight yeah, as the more PC uh term kit which is just the most adorable name i've ever k-i-t it's adorable 21 years old an attorney from uh new jersey city new jersey
1: 21 and an attorney i know she already passed the bar. <laughs> she passed 21. the bar at 21. That's impressive.
0: It's very impressive. Normally, uh, for those who don't know, you have to be in your mid-twenties at least before you're passing the bar. To get a
1: chance at the bar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she's clearly going to be, uh, oh man, I, I I feel so stupid. I read the next line. So none of that is true. Oh, none of that's true. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> this is a hilarious mistake. Kit is a twenty-one-year-old socialite from New York City, New York.
1: Wait, where did you get lawyer
0: from? The next line, the next person. I oh. read the next. <laughs> She's a like- socialite. <laughs> she does <has> nothing. As <laughs> I
1: was gonna say, twenty-one-year-old lawyer is impressive.
0: Just as impressive, though, is Kristen, 27 years old, an attorney from- That makes more New sense. Jersey City, New sense. Jersey.
1: Kristen, sorry, we almost gave your job away.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry, especially to Kit, who I maybe is a lovely person, but has no other career other than being popular. Yeah. At this point, I think Kit will go far. I think she's going to
1: cause some drama. This is These are based off of names and ranks here. I think she's going to go far cause some drama but ultimately has no chance of ending up with with our our bachelor
0: yeah when when you're dating someone who's 28 years old and is a commercial real estate broker and your best job description is unpopular (laughs) it's like i drink a lot (laughs) and other people pay for it yeah yeah Uh, we have Lauren, 29 years old, a corporate attorney. So two attorneys okay. so far uh, from Miami, Florida. Uh, Maggie, 32, a pharmacist from Adwa, Ethiopia. Wow. So we're going international, Yeah, which is very exciting. That's cool. I, I can't speak with any authority, but I would guess that this is the first time we've done that. On what what was her job? Uh, she's a pharmacist. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Which is very interesting. Super excited about Maggie to see what uh, what she's about. Uh, we have uh, Mary, M A R I, so it could be Mari. Uh, twenty four years old, a marketing director. Lots of marketing. Lots of marketing. Ton of marketing. Marilyn, twenty eight, uh, an event coordinator from Studio City. Okay. Uh, M J, Mary Jane.
1: Oh. She finally got over uh, Peter Parker. She
0: finally got over Peter and at the cool age of 23. Oh, wow. Uh, hairstylist from Hudson, Ohio, uh, Piper 23 grad student from happy Valley, Oregon, uh, Rachel 24 graphic designer from coming Georgia, Hmm. uh, Santa, 25, an IT consultant from Denver, Colorado. If it doesn't Santa's work out. Santa's on the show? <laughs> Santa! That's not fair. He gets he's giving away gifts. Santa, if things don't work out, I know a great uh IT guy uh from San Diego, California. <laughs> His name's Ivan. His, no, it was oh. <laughs> Ivan was an aeronautical engineer. Oh, that's right. It was Chasen. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh Serena. Uh, C. So we have two Serena's. Serena C is a flight attendant based out of San Francisco. I wonder Ser- if she got recruited by the other lady. She could have been. I mean, they're from the same town. Oh. Uh, so they might know each other. They might. Serena P. Uh, 22, a publicist from Toronto. 22 and a publicist. Okay. Uh, Sydney, 28, uh, marketing specialist, another marketer.
1: Lots of marketing. They're gonna start to drown out, and he's gonna f- be he's gonna forget them. So.
0: And I don't know what this means (laughs) at all. That
1: excites me. Tell me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But we have Victoria 27, a queen from Los Angeles, California.
1: Oh, and Victoria is the one that we saw causing drama in the previews, too. I think this is just like a self given title. (laughs) I'm a queen. Kind of like socialite, but like way more bougie.
0: Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Unless save the best for last on that a queen, one. Maybe I, of what I don't know. <laughs> she's from? What she's from? L.A. <laughs> <laughs> she's the she, queen of L.A. She's the
1: queen of her own castle. All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we're really looking forward to uh, all of these uh, women getting to know them, getting to uh, see what they're about, and getting to see how what they're going to do for Matt. Matt yeah, James Matt
1: James is our bachelor. So it's uh we'll see what happens there. Uh excited for for next season.
0: Well, before we move on, let's jump into Twitter and see what uh see what the Twitter sphere had to say about these last two episodes. And by the way, uh you can always add us at Batchpad Podcast. Is that correct, Scott? We always mess this up. It is at Batchpad Podcast. Okay. Uh, you can always add us at batch Bad podcast on Twitter. Uh, anything that you are thinking, anything that you're seeing that you want us to see and, and talk about on the show, you can always at us.
1: Our first tweet comes from uh, Natalie. Ann. she tweeted, there must be a male producer making her walk in high heels and in a white dress through this dirt. and <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, no woman would no ever woman put would another. That, yeah, that wouldn't happen.
1: <laughs> um, Brett Vergara, we've featured him many times this, this season on his tweets. Uh, I have two from him this week. He said, if uh, Tasha ever did a sponsored post for a teeth whitener, I would swipe up so fast that I'd break my finger.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> she does have incredible teeth.
1: She does. She does. Very white, big, right in your face.
0: Gorgeous teeth.
1: Um, his second tweet was, okay, don't get me wrong. I'm ecstatic Zach and Tasha are together but where is our after the final rose? I need closure.
0: We're with you, Brett. Uh, we, we're looking forward to it too. Uh, we'll recap some of it, uh, in the beginning of our new season.
1: Uh, Alexandra tweeted side note, Matt James season looks like a whole ass mess.
0: <laughs> it totally does. Like we agree. Alexandra super dramatic.
1: Uh, I'm not going to say this person's names cause it's offensive, but <laughs> but they tweeted i'm starting to realize that every man i've dated must have hated me because they never said words as kind as zach c said
0: oh man zach clark coming in real vulnerable real hot
1: and then our final tweet of this season i think is beautiful Mm. it's very beautiful um and it's a callback to the early part of the season it says it's from batch hot takes and we recently just followed this account because I thought multiple of their tweets were pretty funny. Uh, and he says or she says I don't know who it is. Uh, Neil Lane has met more of the guys this season than Claire ever did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and this episode and this whole season of uh, Bachelor Bachelor Pad podcast is brought to you by Neil Lane Diamonds. Uh, make sure that when you propose, you use Neil. Uh, because otherwise no women will ever know that you care about them.
1: That's true. Neil Lane is the only way to go.
0: <laughs>
1: um, how much did we get paid for that one?
0: Uh nothing. That was just for Neil. Oh, because you know him yeah we're 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 buddies uh we dm back and forth Got uh it. we've never like you'll never see us in person together because it's sort of like the president and the vice president they can't be <laughs> in the same room together yeah. oh neil hi how you
1: doing man why don't you go ahead and have a seat and put on this headset right here and uh, have a little chat with us yeah i think i'll be doing that,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was your best neil <laughs> that, was, that was my best neil lane <laughs> Oh, man. Well, thanks so much, Twitter, for always brightening up uh, our Batchpad uh, experience. Make sure to add us at batchpadpodcast.com or at batchpadpodcast. You can also find us at batchpadpodcast.com. But before we get out of here, we've had so much fun with relationship advice. Yes. And so uh, our last relationship advice of this season uh, <clears throat> comes to us from uh, Zesty Leone.
1: Zesty. Let's hear it, Zesty. Uh
0: hi all. I, 20 female, really need some advice on this issue. For a little context, my boyfriend, 20 male, who I've been dating for eight months, has lives at home and commutes to university. And I live nearby and go to the same uni. I'm spending Christmas morning at his house because my parents live very far away and it's my first Christmas without them. A few days ago, he and I bought cute matching Christmas pajamas from Target, like the family kind that are long-sleeved shirt and pants. We're so excited to wear them on Christmas morning and match together while opening presents. But yesterday, my boyfriend's mom told him that us wearing them would make things awkward. Keep in mind that she and his dad knew our plans before before we bought the PJs. Boyfriend and I are super confused, thinking maybe they'd just be grossed out by us being a cute couple in front of them. But last night we turn we learned the actual reason. Boyfriend's dad angrily told him that we would be that he would be, quote, extremely uncomfortable, end quote, if we wore pajamas in front of him, and that it was dumb anyways because his family growing up never sat around in PJs. Well, Mine have, and it's a Christmas tradition for us. Plus, I'm not going to be wearing red leasy booty shorts and a top with no bra. The PJs are entirely family friendly, and as I said earlier, they're long sleeved and pants. And he knows that. But my boyfriend's dad demanded that we not wear the pajamas. I feel so creeped out by what his dad said. I know he's from a different generation and such, but it's like he can only view pajamas as a sexual item and thus me wearing pajamas around him would be awkward or uncomfortable. It makes me feel grossed out that my boyfriend's dad uh, could view his son's girlfriend in a way like that. Anyway, my boyfriend and I would appreciate some advice on what we wear and how to handle this. Neither of us have other festive attire, and we really want to match these pajamas. It'd probably be helpful to know as well that my boyfriend's dad is a textbook narcissist, and my boyfriend is trying to move out as soon as possible, but his dad is being quite threatening and masking the situation, rather uh, making the decision rather difficult to begin with. So if we wear the pajamas anyway, Uh, we'd hold a grudge for eternity and probably make things worse. But I also don't want to give in to his ridiculous request and humor him, especially because of how creepy this whole thing is. Thoughts?
1: Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's uh, interesting. Uh, I wonder what... So I guess she kind of said why he thinks it's uncomfortable. It seems to be indicated that he thinks it's like lingerie almost like it's like sexual uh styled is is that right
0: yeah i i skipped over this at first blush because i i felt weird about reading this but i guess it it like it's it's a parenthetical that she gives some context she uh-huh. says that uh he's a christian by the way
1: ah and it's so like I don't, very prudish. I don't
0: know if he's prudish uh but i don't know for me uh like my family has never done that before, but this year for the first time ever, we're wearing Christmas pajamas, mm-hmm. uh, for Christmas day. Uh, and so I went to tipsy We're not getting paid for this. It's just an incredible website. And I bought a hilarious Rudolph onesie, which I'm super excited to wear. This is
1: where I really wish we had a, an Instagram yeah, so I could so you show could it. Do that picture
0: on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I took a picture. They they arrived while Scott was out and I was like, "Oh, my PJs came." If you want to
1: see the pic, send us an email <laughs> Hello at batchpadpodcast.com.
0: It, it's a onesie. It's not sexual, I promise. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I mean, I get it. I think it's cute. I I don't I'm not personally like something that I would be married to. It sounds like you might be trying to impose some of your family traditions onto his family Mm -hmm. and you've only been dating for eight months and you're 20. It's not like you have the, it's not like you're getting married next year. It sounds like,
1: yeah, I would say it's not like she's saying like, Hey, she wants them to wear it though. Like it's just her and her boyfriend wearing mat. Like who cares?
0: Yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I mean, I'm not siding with the family necessarily, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also not siding with uh, with our our good friend Zesty. Zesty. Um, I, I I don't know. I I feel like you ought to, you know, in your first Christmas with this family, um, you need to kind of go by their family traditions and their family rules. I think that holidays are always about family tradition and whenever there's a new person introduced from you know uh dating or marriage it's important to honor that family's Mm -hmm. whatever you know and if it means no christmas pjs that they have some weird bugaboo about pajamas (laughs) then you don't wear pajamas like to their christmas thing totally yeah I,
1: i i think it's it's a it's an interesting dilemma because I totally understand, like, okay, it's not a big deal. Just, if you guys want to have matching PJs and get a picture, do that not on Christmas and get the picture you want or whatever it may be.
0: Or do it before you... Well, I guess he lives at their house. I was going to say do it before you go to their house, but he lives there. So it's, mm-hmm. like, that's what he would be getting dressed in. <laughs>
1: well, he could bring those with him back over to her place, I guess, and take a picture there.
0: Sure, sure.
1: Um, but I... I I didn't even think about what what you had just said about like hey, it's your first year, like try to honor their their family and their traditions. It he didn't seem to indicate that that was their problem, like you're dishonoring our traditions. It seems like he has an unrealistic view of pajamas <laughs> <laughs> to me. And so I think part of it is for for her to realize like okay, try to honor his family, especially here in this first year. I think maybe boyfriend of zesty needs to maybe have a conversation with dad about like what
0: pajamas are well and i think too that like pajamas uh like have come back in vogue in the Mm -hmm. last couple of years where what i mean by that is it's like it's become really trendy and popular for companies to make children's pajamas for adults Mm -hmm. and It could even be that, that the dad's uncomfortable by them acting like children. Like even if he's seen them, it might not be sexual. It could be like a, it's weird that you guys are trying to be like little kids.
1: Yeah. And it seems weird. Like she never outright said what the dad said. So it seems like she's even operating on a little bit of like presumption
0: and secondhand information.
1: Yeah. Sure. Like, um, he's uncomfortable maybe it's because it's sexual in nature whereas we don't know that's actually what the dad is right. uncomfortable with
0: right yeah because i mean even like i remember in high school i'm gonna like throw my mom under the bus a little bit in high school my mom was love su- you, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was super like like skeeved out like like really bothered um by uh Like friends of mine that shaved their arms, men who Mm. shaved their arms, because it was like, why do you want to look like a little boy? That's weird. Mm -hmm. Like that was her problem with it. It wasn't that it was like sexual in any way. It Mm. was that it was like, uh, like very like a weird regression thing for her that Mm. it's like men have hair. And like men who shave their hair are trying to look like little boys. And that's weird and creepy, not necessarily in a sexual way, just in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could very well be that, that, that he just has a, as a, a problem in you know, with you guys dressing like your children and that you wearing matching pajamas, maybe like playing that you're like, boyfriend or that your brother and sister in his mind. And that that's creepy because you're dating and like, you shouldn't be like being childish and, you know, matching pajamas on Christmas, Mm -hmm. you know? And and I get that like intellectually, I don't, I don't believe that. I don't think it's a problem, but I I could see that. And so uh, my personal opinion is honor him. Uh, even if even and maybe especially if the boyfriend is planning on making a a move out of the house honor him now because if you don't
1: it'll make that transition harder
0: it's going to make that transition harder and it's going to compound this and that with like she's bad for our son
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i i I think that's something important to weigh um part of me also just thinks though like when when prudish people feel the way that they feel it's because they have those tendencies that they think are disgusting it within themselves oh sure and so that's why they're making something out of something that's not apparent to other people um and so i don't want to accuse anyone of anything but i i just have suspicions of the of the dad and that
0: <laughs> fair enough fair enough. I mean, we don't know these people. We can, (laughs) I guess guess that's true. We can say whatever we want. (laughs) Sorry. Zesty's
1: potential future father in law,
0: (laughs) but you're weird. Those pajamas are weird. You're weird. (laughs) What do you
1: think the interns think?
0: Uh, I don't know. I bought Echo uh Christmas pajamas this year. Oh, that's right.
1: She she's gonna wear some matching pajamas with you.
0: And uh, she did not seem totally opposed, but also not super thrilled. Interesting. I got it about halfway on Both her. Both of the
1: interns are asleep right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're sleeping on the job. Yeah. Oh man. Well, that's relationship advice, and that's it for us for this episode
1: yeah that uh that that will wrap bring our whole season here with Tasha and Claire uh a wrap Tasha and Zach we wish you the best Claire and Dale we wish you the best we hope that you guys uh have lots of years of love with each other and that everything works out and uh, don't let the negative people uh get to you Claire and Dale uh we've even said some things that maybe weren't super positive but we do wish you the best uh in all of your endeavors and we hope it works out with all of you guys but merry christmas to all of our geckos out there we hope you guys have a great um just holiday season with family and friends and stay safe from covid and so from uh, our small little family here at Batchpad to your guys's merry christmas and we hope you have a happy new year and we will see you in the new season